Welcome to the Wedding Pros Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about um, wedding day disasters. So I got a question for you, Jared. Yeah. Would you rather shoot a wedding where every single light bulb was a different color balance? Okay. Or where everyone at every single formal event had their phone out the entire time recording video? Hmm. Um, geez. Um, I would probably think that since I'm six and a half feet tall, I could probably avoid most, most phones. <laughs> um, I really, honestly, I see it a lot. I have a bigger problem with it when I'm doing photography than I do when I'm doing video because video we're on the longer lens. I don't know. I would probably choose the phones because I could get around it. I would I'd, choose I the would phones in one second, but yeah. I hear everyone. You know what's funny? I never hear anyone complain about white balance on lights, but that drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. If I go in a hotel room and I'm like, how easy, like literally just pick the same white balance yeah. on your light bulbs. But like I always hear people complaining about phones. I personally think as long as they're not blocking my view, yeah. I actually would love to see Love to see a wedding where everyone had their phones out the entire time. I actually think if you took all those files and edited them together, you can make a really cool video. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got asked to do that one time, and it seemed like a nightmare project. That I was like, I don't, I don't want to edit it. I just want someone else to do it and then yeah. watch to watch it. <laughs> so I would pick, I would pick uh, the the phones as well. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not going to play devil's advocate here. So we'll be doing uh, some funny stuff like that. Let us know if you have any would you rather's. Yeah. We. Like, for well, wedding days. I think that's even the, the the different light sources is a huge deal to me. Like we've even started to you know tell people months beforehand when you know they're picking a hotel room, you know, if they have any flexibility if they haven't picked their hotel room like hey, uh if you're you know thinking about it, talk to the hotel that you're booking with, see if you can be on the south side, like it's that important to me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, and they'll probably forget. Most that, of them that's actually, do, that's part of my consult as well. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, also, you should have your lights off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, think about your trash and, and, and like talk to your bridesmaids about, you know, not being slobs. Have and, a window at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, that one time, so we, we shot a wedding one time. Um, and they had zero windows. The only window that was there was a window to the pool. And the pool was like an old Blue. 80s, like that dark brown rock, you know, like old New England, like Marriott looking hotel. I think One it was a rad. Somebody in the 80s was like, this is the fanciest pool ever yeah. made. Uh, I want to I make a pool that makes it look like you are inside of a cave. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was the only light source, so it was just like tungsten blue, as like crap. bouncing. It, yeah, yeah. The lady had like waves on her face. All yeah, day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna be talking about because because I think that sets us up pretty well. Yeah, which is um, hey, sometimes wedding day stuff doesn't go as planned. And I think like like that's in every wedding. There's something that doesn't go as planned, right? Totally, totally. Um, yeah, and I actually think about it a lot. You know. I think it's pretty rare to shoot the perfect wedding. Like there's a time during every wedding that I'm like, oh, this was the highlight of the day was 
sometimes it's even the getting ready. I'm like, this was a highlight of the day because they were relaxed. Like the lighting was perfect. Like I shot the crap out of that. That's the best footage in the day. And then later on, you know, some weddings, I'm like, oh, the ceremony is going to take the cake on that day. And then, you know, the getting ready, they were, you know, there's always wrenches thrown, everything the wedding. I always feel like there's all this planning that goes into it. Yep. And then the day comes and you just see what comes out and it's never what you expected. Yeah. And it is funny about like shooting though. Like you kind of brought that up, but like there are times where you're just like, why did I suck? Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. Like, you're like, I, sh- I did the same thing I always do and it sucked and I don't know why. And like, I'm sure there's some shooter out there that's like, not me. everything i do is awesome but i know for me like sometimes it's because the day didn't go well and sometimes it's like i'm the variable yeah right and i think so like today we're talking about wedding day disasters and and maybe some of these things aren't disasters but like (laughs) some of them are and like some of our own experiences we've been doing weddings for i don't know probably 18 years 20 years collectively uh, a lot of weddings and we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. We've been around the block a few times. And we've seen everything from just the normal everyday, like, wow, that lighting was re- really bad. Or, like, that family got a little hammered and wasted 30 minutes of our time. Yeah. And wouldn't come to the family portraits. And now we're stuck standing here and everything's thrown off. Yeah. We've, th- that's normal, right? Yeah, totally. Totally. And, and, you know, I would say probably now, and probably a lot of this just comes from experience, but now you can kind of foresee those weddings that, that you know, are more logistically, like, going to be challenging. Um, yeah, I would say planners, if you're listening to this, when I look at your schedule and it's planned down to the 10 minutes, I know the day will not go at all like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like those things happen, but not only that, there's just the in, stuff that no one did wrong on the crew. Totally. They're just variables. Totally. Stuff that happens. So let's talk a little bit. We've done a lot of weddings. You've done a lot of weddings. I've done a lot of weddings and we've seen a lot. What's like the craziest things that you can remember from shooting weddings? Just disasters, whether it be caused by the you or someone else. I mean, what's like stuff that just really threw a wrench in the day? Totally. Uh, we were talking beforehand uh, about all the, the hurricane weddings that we shot um, yes, over the yes. years. <laughs> hurricane, tropical storms. Like I feel like every time a gales. hurricane comes, it's like we're shooting three weddings. Today. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So everyone's dealing with the same stuff. I think we did four style. weddings yeah, one yeah. day last year with a hurricane yep. in the same day. September. It's uh, it's a pain. I um, But one that I specifically remember um, – was was a wedding down at Castle Hill. It was um, in Newport, and it was it was raining on and off, kind of all morning while the bride is getting ready, and she's kind of bummed out because it's just you know gailing outside, and then it would stop, and then she'd get her hopes up, and then it'd start pouring again. So it was just she was dealing with emotions. Um, but then as we took them out to do a first look, it cleared up, and we were able to get some, and it was super windy too. So it was like epic her dress is flying all over the place her hair is flying all over the place um and then during the ceremony 
we, you know, they were like, okay, there's a break in the storm. Everyone's looking at their tracker on their phone, you know, has their phone out. And the wedding planner there is like, all right, everyone, let's go. Let's do it. Runs out, sits people down. Like people are just soaked. They're, you know, sitting on wet seats and like, but they didn't have anywhere else to really do no, it. No, no. But everyone's sitting on wet seats. And at that point, I think everyone is just like, okay, this is what it is. Like, it's not a fancy, you know, Castle Hill wedding. Like, you know, you you know, it's going to be uh, when you go to Castle Hill, um, like it usually is. But it's, you know, we're in a hurricane, essentially. Making the best of it. And and I remember they started the service, and they it was going to be short. But um, they knew it was going to be short because the weather was going to pick up again. But all of a sudden, we're shooting, and we look in the distance, and we see the, the Newport Bridge, right, going over to Jamestown. All of a sudden, we see it just, it just disappears. And you see a cloud just making its way towards you really fast. And the bride and groom kind of look at the, the officiant, <laughs> and the officiant looks back and he goes, "Oh, okay." And he just uh, he starts speeding up the bride. He's like, "Do you take you? Do you take you? Uh, okay, let's go." <laughs> and, and and everyone they kiss, they run down the aisle. It's everyone like kind of just it's like in the movie, it like an, ex- an explosion, and they're yes. like running with this explosion behind them. It was, and I think it was Jordan and I. Um, Jordan was assisting that day, and. Um, he, it, we just had to like grab our gear, two handfuls of gear over our shoulders, and we ran behind everyone else. You're like, where's the audio recorder? It was left behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's something we should dive into when we start talking about He's weather. He's gone, man. He's gone. Yeah. Um, because I think actually at the end of the day, that wedding was epic. We got a lot of work out of that wedding because people saw like, oh, this was a crummy day. And they still made, you know, you, you turn, you know, lemons into lemonade. Um, and it was just so different than any other wedding that we had shot that year. Um, and we got hired a bunch out of it. I think we got a North Carolina wedding out of it. My so. story is less happy. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, now I there's all kinds of weddings, like the wedding where you dropped uh, slider and an entire 5D from the oh, rooftop yeah. of a dance I was trying floor. trying to avoid that, that story. And exploded it. Yeah. And here's the, I guess the lemonade there is we didn't kill anyone. Mm-hmm. That there was, was no positive. lawsuits on our hands. That, that was day. a positive. Yeah. But um, I was thinking about the this wedding. It was a, during a hurricane, a venue I've never shot. Weirdly, I never had talked to or met the client. Maybe I met them. I don't remember. It was mm-hmm. some. It was a weird situation. I remember it was a weird situation, and um, it was hurricaning. And it was. Let's just say I won't mention the venue because I don't think it is known for being. Yeah, I shot. A, I know the venue you're talking about, and I, 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 I don't really yeah. know if I, I've never shot there before or since. <laughs> so my experience was not good. It's kind of like. It looks nice and has a couple of nice views, but if you're stuck indoors the whole time, I don't think it's really designed for that. Yeah. And, and so. And it's known to be somewhat of a, a you know, wedding factory-ish. Yeah. Now, thing. it was a crazy day and everyone's packed in and no one can move because it's raining. Yeah. And they have this indoor tent, right? But everyone has to like run through outside to even get there. And it was just crazy. And like normally I have an assistant. For some reason that day I didn't. I kind of screwed you that day. I didn't have an assistant. I don't know why. But um, I remember it started with having conflict with the DJ because he was blasting music while these people are doing their Katuba signing. Yeah. Like, who let the dogs out? (laughs) It was like blast. And it was like, it literally was something like that. Yeah. 
And I walked up to the guy, I'm like, hey man, would you mind like just turning the music down? He's like, I'm testing. And I was like, well, they're, they're doing like a religious ceremony over here. Can you just turn it down? And I am not anti-DJs. If you're a DJ listening to this, I'm just pro couples. I'm not anti any other vendors. And so I just, and this guy, it, that was, we got off on the wrong foot, just that one moment. Well, um, he was playing Who Let the Dogs Out. Or so something. I mean, it was, I think yeah. he was literally playing um, I Got a Feeling. Okay. Tonight, like, I thought, right. tonight's gonna be. He was playing that song. Okay. <laughs> While these people are trying to sign up, to sign their ketubah. And it was like, one of, it was like a really serious rabbi, too. Yeah. I remember she was like one of those really serious rabbis. Um, and so then I'm just like, okay, I shot the ketubah. I got to run over there. Everything was behind schedule for some reason, even though, like, whatever. So I'm trying to sit up. I walk into the vendor. Nobody's in this room. And the ceremony starts in 30 minutes. So I'm like, I got to get my audio set up. Luckily, there's a speaker already set up, and it's powered. And I look in the back, XLR, main outs, plug in, great, done. It's good. <clears throat> I'm at least going to be able to get what's in the microphone because it's pouring rain, and you can't hear a thing. It's like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, it sounded like we are inside of, like, a, I don't know, like a box of Skittles. Like, it was so loud. And then I walk out, go back, grab some more stuff, bring it back into the room, all my stuff is removed and taken apart and put away. And I was like, what the heck? What's going on? Yeah. And I walk into the DJ. I'm like, did you unhook my stuff? He's like, you didn't even ask to plug it in. I was like, dude, I didn't know it was yours. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, I'm like, I'm just trying to get my job done. Yeah. And I finally was just like, look, I'm sorry. These people need this. Yeah. If I don't do it. And he's like, they're my friends. And I'm like, if, if they're your friends, you should want them to have good audio. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, like the photographer had to get involved because this guy was like, I crossed the line. He was insisted on not letting me use it. Like eventually I got it. Um, I will not say. What did the photographer say? Um, he wasn't there for the beginning and he was one of those passive dudes who's unwilling yeah. to take sides. Yeah. I don't know what he thought. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't honestly know. Um, Regardless, A, lesson one, ask before you plug something in. Totally. Even though I actually think it doesn't matter. Well, and I would say that that's a that's kind of a circumstance that that, you know, it's not a usual process. No, that, it's that, not what I would normally do. I totally. just nobody was like, I guess why is that guy not at the ceremony when it's about to start? That would be my question. Yeah. But regardless, every that day was crazy. It was just a disaster zone. Like I remember like at the end of it, like going like that was the worst wedding I ever shot. Not because of the couple. They were sweet. Yep. They were nice people. I just I was unhappy with my performance. I was unhappy that I got in an argument with someone, which is like one of two times I can think of in nine years where I've had a disagreement with a vendor. Anyway, so so that's my story. That's where I that that's what happened to me. And like I was saying, like it didn't go well, but I remember thinking, oh, the edit is fine. The couple is happy. Yep. And I guess that really begs the question. Um, if it doesn't go well, am I prepared? Like, sure. What is my approach when things don't go well? I mean, and I guess like, that's really the job, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and like we said before, I mean, sometimes it's, it's on you, you know, sometimes it's on your shoulders. Sometimes it's totally out of your control. It's on other people or it's on the weather or, you know, whatever. So I think the question is, you know, 
what do you do about it day of? How can we you know? be prepared? Totally, totally. Um, I think um, for me, specifically talking about the weather, you know, things that you probably can't control, um, I think knowing ahead of time the right gear to have. In yeah, case like why don't do we wrong. talk through that a little bit? Sure. So there's things you can't control. What are those? Yeah. Um, yeah, like mentioned, uh, the weather I think is one of them. Other people um, is another. Um, Family it, members. Yep, uh, you know other vendors, but then also family members or wedding party or whoever is involved in. in and honestly, I don't think I've ever had anything with a wedding party or family. Can sometimes I think be a little bit tough because they're they're you know mother of the bride is is you know has the weight of the world on her shoulders. Yeah, I day. think there's like a there's wedding day hiccups and there's wedding day disasters. I think yep. family can be more of a hiccup. Like sure. oh, this was supposed to take 30 minutes or 15 minutes yep. and now it's taking 15 minutes longer. Like yep. I can remember weddings where we're like standing there and literally like we go like, Oh, the family. And if you're, you're a photographer, you'll feel my pain here. Yep. All the family come over here. And then like, first of all, these people have a ridiculously long list of family mm -hmm. and you know, it's going to be a disaster. And then them coming up to you while you're shooting and saying, how long do we have to do this? Because we want to go drink. Yeah. And then like different family members wandering off. Yeah. And like by the time you finally get to them, they're not there. And then you have to send someone. And then like there's just this rotating. Yeah. It's, um, I would say it's, it's not always possible. Um, but when you can, and especially with our workflow, I think it works because we usually get there an hour before the photographer gets there. So when we do video, when we do video, yeah. Um, and that allows us the time. Usually the mom thinks we are the photographers. <laughs> so we just Everybody have always does. Um, so we'll show up and people will say like, oh, I, you know, I'm the mother. And they'll kind of come up to us and introduce our, themselves to us. But also finding those people out, finding out who mom and dad and family Who members. are the influencers? Yep. Ask them, you know, about themselves and just starting conversation with them. Like can win you battles later in the day when they're like running around like crazy and, and you know, trying to control the day. If you're like, Hey, you know, I think we're going to do this gene, you know, <laughs> and, and, and can you help me out? Yeah, exactly. You creating, you know, advocates for, you know, and, and just, a, a thing, I think a general level of respect for you Yeah. early in the day. And so that's really a good point. Cause really what you're talking about is when you, when it comes to like most of the little emergencies, like you can try to head them off. Like we talked about, we can say, Hey, can we turn these lights off? Mm -hmm. Right. And you can head that off. You can start anticipating. And I will say like, if you're new, I could tell you all this stuff. There's nothing that's going to teach you more than experience. Yep. And as you get experience, you're going to start to be able to anticipate these things. The other thing is when you get there and we're talking about the family things, like I can tell, oh my gosh, this is going to be, these people, it's 10 a.m., they're already drinking. Yep. They're going to be real happy come this, whenever we're doing these portraits. Yep. I'm going to have to go with their energy. I'm going to have to go with it, not strive against it. And also maybe kind of head it off a little. Because mm -hmm. that's the other thing is like being flexible, right? Mm -hmm. Being flexible. And so there's some other stuff. So stuff you can't control I think would be um, just – Okay, here's a good. St so I did a wedding in the Cape, nice venue, had an issue with leaking. I, this is two stories I have about leaking. 
One was more about someone else. One's us. We had a photo booth we were setting up, and this f- carpet was soaking wet. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. The whole entire inside of this place was soaking wet, and we had to just figure it out. Yeah. You know, and like it wasn't like we could have planned for it. <clears throat> I guess they could have called us and told us, but I don't know what I, we'd have done anyway. Yeah. You know, and like that stuff is just going to happen. We, we did a, another wedding last year, and the day we had a hurricane. First of all, it's supposed to be outdoors. Nope, no longer outdoors. Then the reception was going to be in, I think, three rooms. They had to compress it into two rooms. So they had to take the ceremony room because there was like a glass, like arboretum thing connected mm-hmm. to this mansion. And they were going to do it in there. And then all this, the roof started leaking. And so they couldn't do it. They had to remove all the tables. So it's like, and that was easy. They killed it, That the wedding planners. They, they flipped the room and everything was crazy. But like that is being a wedding professional. If you are, yeah. if you're new, get ready for it. That's, it's going to try you and challenge you. And, and I guess what I would say is this, is like wedding day disasters, wedding day hiccups, they're not the norm. Yep. I guess the little problems are the norm, but an absolute disaster of a day is not the norm, but it will happen. Yep. And you, your ability to turn that into a good experience for the couple is going to determine a lot of your like ability to really be successful yeah. as a professional. I, I, I think that's a good point talking about the couple specifically. Usually they're going to be freaked out like, mm-hmm. cause they know, you know, the weather is, is, you know, crummy or, or something's happening. Something hasn't gone according to plan. Yeah. They're um, not just like, Sitting there with their eyes closed all day, and then one one of your jobs is you know you're the psychologist for this person. You're you're walking them through the emotions of hey, this hasn't gone well. Like I, I shot um, a photo wedding again down at the Cape, same venue actually. Um, it seems to rain a lot when we go to that venue. By the way, yes. Um, but um, the last minute they had to call off the wedding because it was going to be sprinkling, and they didn't want to have it down by the beach. It was originally going to be down by the water, and they were like, oh, the whole reason why we got this expensive venue is so we could have our wedding down by the beach. And now we're going to have to have it in this crummy ballroom and, um, you know, kind of walking them through that and just being like, Hey man, you know, your whole family's here. Like, you know, how, you know, I think after a while people can get on board, but just kind of dealing with that initial like disappointment, um, and just being a positive because people appreciate that. They always come back and they're like, Hey man, you know, thank you so much. You guys were so great. We're glad we were able, and and it always works out at the well, end of the what day. Are, like, I feel like couples are so stoked, no matter what. Oh yeah, and what you about know? like what a great resource you have. if you've been doing this for a while, if so like more towards the the grizzled vets. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're burnt out, sorry, sorry you're burnt out, um, but I would encourage you to think about like some negative experiences in a different way because sure. when I'm sitting there with a couple. I know what I get to do is really say like, oh, but it's so great. Like, because I've shot weddings like this and it's going to turn out okay. Yeah. Because this, this, and this, like, oh, actually it's going to sound way better. Yeah. Sound way better away from the beach. I know, I know that you wanted that, but trust me, like I'm actually, oh, I'm a videographer. I'm really, I think it's going to be amazing up here. Mm -hmm. And like, you can coach that person and, and like you get, not only are you going to do a good job. Yeah for them, but you're going to actually be able to help their actual like wedding be more fun for Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's really cool. Like you're, 
you're able to, because you have all this, you've been to tens or hundreds of weddings and they've maybe been to a few and this is probably their first own wedding. Something I've learned is you can always take positive out of everything. Like it's, you know, people will actually come up to me on a cloudy day and be like, how many times have you heard it? If it's raining, people are like, oh, rain is good luck. You know, it's kind of taking that to the extreme, like, oh man, this lighting is actually great for taking photos, which I don't know if it is or isn't. Like, I think it depends what your style is. I don't prefer it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's flat but light. But it's fine. But if it's depressing flat light, then it's depressing. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing but, is, is like, th- the story is not, even though light matters, Yeah, wedding video is like, interesting because there's an art form to it that's the typical art right Mm -hmm. i'm gonna mechanically um manipulate this device a camera and this medium light and people to do a thing Mm -hmm. and it's good or bad oh that's good color that's good posing that's good composition that's a good camera move whatever it is there's that part to it but then there's this transcendent part right and it's people Mm -hmm. and that doesn't go away and i think it's important for people to realize like when you're making wedding art as a wedding creative you're really telling a very human story and like if your art can't overcome non-ideal circumstances i don't know that you're that good of a storyteller Mm -hmm. and i don't know like if that if that offends you then i don't know don't be a baby i guess like just become better yeah (laughs) i I always yeah i always tell people about If it's raining, I tell people, you know, Sam and I's wedding was probably the heaviest rain I've ever seen him. I remember that. Your dad was efficient and he was half an hour late due to rain. It was (laughs) was so much traffic. Yes. Yes. Um, It was like flash flood type of rain. And and it was in, you know, downtown Providence. So it was, it was a pain. It was crazy. But I tell people all the time about that. And Sammy and I had the best day. Like it, it doesn't even, you know. Rain or shine, like it doesn't I matter. I guess the, I like, remember the wedding on our wedding day, kind of. Yeah. But I don't, it's not the purpose of the wedding day. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think like that's, I know that if that could be an ego crush for some person that really thinks it's all about them, yeah. but I, I, it's not about us as yeah. wedding creatives. It's about this couple having a real human moment yeah. and you documenting it and yeah. you covering it and like, if you rem- refocusing yourself and going like, okay, I'm not here to make the best possible slider shot or to impress anyone that, yep. oh, look at his work. It's so great. And I think like if that's where you're at, if you're in that competition like mindset where you're thinking like everything you shoot and do, you need to show it to the world and prove yourself, um, I think you're going to do worse of a job for your customers and mm-hmm. your couples and a lot of reasons in a lot of ways. But in, in particular, when things don't go well, like, and I will say for your own sanity, right? So, so let's talk about the things that you can't control, right? Sure. Because um, there are things you can't control mm-hmm. where things don't go well. Let's talk about just being stupid. Like, what about when you just blow it? Like, I can think of a few things that we've done over the years where we've just made mistakes. Sure. If you, I think if you're on site, one of the things that I would caution people and and just tell people to do is like own up to your mistakes. If it's on site and you're like, ah, man, like apologize to somebody. Like if I'm like, 
Just like, I'm thinking about little things. I can't think about like, like a dropping, big thing. Like almost killing people with a camera. Yeah, yeah, bar. yeah, yeah. Then you just leave. <laughs> you just leave. You go. <laughs> uh, but like little things like, oh, man, like I'm in a bad spot and the photographer's trying to shoot this direction and I didn't notice it. Hey, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I screwed you. Like, here, let me get out of the way. Let me help you out. And like later on telling them like, hey, man, sorry I was in your shot on that. Like, I, I, you know, I didn't realize you were doing And then, you know, just... That's a wicked small thing, but little things like, you know, if you're working with a DJ and you haven't met them yet and you have to plug into their system, even if they don't mention anything, going up to them and be like, sorry, man, I usually like to talk. We're just in a rush. Like that can win you people, win people back um, if you kind of have bumps along the way. Um, Just, you know, own up to whatever you did wrong. And I mean, I think things will go positively for you because no one likes a whiny excuse maker. Well, and I I think there's like a part of the day too where there's like a day has its momentum to Mm -hmm. it, right? And like, I can think of moments where like I got in traffic and then I was a little later than I wanted to be. And then I was rushed and then I forgot something in the car. And then I was rushed and then I forgot to plug my battery in. And then because I didn't plug my battery in at the end, I had one less fully charged battery than Mm -hmm. I thought. And then I'm having to cycle batteries. And then like, it just, it's a building chaos. Sure. With your own flow. And I think like, you have control over that, but at the same time, you don't always. And I think just realizing you're a human being, giving yourself a little bit of like calm down moments mm-hmm. and realizing like stuff is going to happen. But I do think also like the more you can rehearse these situations in your head, yep. the more you can be over prepared. Like if you, I guess I would say this is plan that you're going to make mistakes. Sure. You're going to forget to charge a battery. You're going to maybe be inefficient with one of your cards and not fill it up all the way and take it out with with 20 gigs left and then that kills you later in the night. Like those, who knows, those mistakes happen. And so like, first of all, just be humble about it. And as you make mistakes, make a list, like try to track, oh, okay, I need to not, this is what I need. I need to roll my cards until they're full. Yep. Because- I'm going to have to run back and grab the wrong car later in the night because I'm going to run out every wedding. If that happens to you every wedding, like it seems like a small thing, but if you're standing there during a ceremony and then it goes card full and you're like, I don't have any cards. Like that's a panic moment. Yep. And like, what do you do when you panic? Do you learn or do you start blaming? Do you become in it? What I will say is you're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn, need to learn from your mistakes. How do you, move forward when you have not performed well. Yep. And like, do you let it ruin your day? Therefore make you shoot worse and just snowballs out of control, snowballs out of control. And I think like having like, we talk about it a lot on this podcast, but like attitude is everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and trying to just, I think humility is a big deal. Yep. And like you said too, like we didn't even really talk about that, but like owning up, not just to other people. Oh, sorry, I inconvenienced you, but just owning up like, okay, that's on me. But also, okay, I'm not going to let this ruin my whole day. Sure. So, so let's talk about both scenarios. They throw a wrench in the day. Yep. Some of them are disastrous. Like I can think of a very few weddings where I'd be like, this day is a disaster. Um, but I can't think of a lot of weddings where things don't go as planned. And so whether it was your fault or someone else's fault, what are 
how do we as wedding creatives ha- create strategies yep. to adjust and to be um, flexible? I think there's 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 two. Um, one of them has to do with with gear specifically, and then one has to do with time. Um, with time, obviously, the more time you can give yourself, and it, it's just going to be better. I think totally. If you and it's one reason why we've really structured our packages. I'm flexible. Like I tell people, six to ten hours, we will be there. I'm not going to tell you six hours, eight hours, ten hours, and have all the prices reflect. You know the amount of hours that I'm going to be there. I just tell people a general range. We're going to be there because that way I can arrive an hour early. And I'm not restricted by these people's budget because they're just trying to cut corners and make it as cheap as possible. And at the end of the day, it doesn't screw them. It screws you. <laughs> you yes. Know? So, because your product sucks and then you know, they, they're not as impressed. And then, and then you watch it. You can't have an excuse. And- yeah. You can't have an excuse later on down the line that said, well, you only booked me for six hours. So I got there right on time. And they're going to not care. They're going to be like, well, you should have just. Or they're just going to be like, I guess I'm not going to share that with all my friends and then get you a bunch of referrals. Yeah, yeah. So it sucks. Six to ten hours um, and and just like I usually want our guys to get there an hour before even the photographer arrives um, because that gives us traffic room in case it, it, you know, there is an accident or car breaks down or whatever. I mean, it's a crazy world. So so the first tip is really just give yourself – and the, we would say handles. Yep. If you're yep. like, give yourself handles, give yourself margin. Yep. Um, margin will cover a lot of mistakes. Like even for us, I know we'll say like, no matter what's happening. Yep. We want to. We are gonna leave whatever you're doing and arrive at the ceremony thirty minutes early. Yep. Totally. No matter what. Totally. And because we know. Yeah. Like the, there's all kinds of things that can happen. We, we you need even, margin. We even had the situation last year where. We were uh, a couple of our guys were shooting a wedding, and last minute the bride was like, "I want to do a first look with my dad." When they were like on the way, remember this yes. happened. Uh, yes, the, the photographer was like, "Okay, yeah, we can do a little first look um, because the photographer just shows up and shoots." You know, yes, uh, the ceremony videographers. You know, it's not their fault, but yep. they don't have to set audio up, so don't always take your cues from yeah, photographers. Photographers, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so the the bride was like, "I want to shoot this first look," and. You know, our videographer was like, hey, uh, okay, you know, sounds good. And instead of saying, no, I have to be there. That is impossible. Half an hour I beforehand, cannot. you know, you choose what do you want. You want me to shoot your ceremony well or do you want me to shoot this first look? You know, this wasn't on the schedule. Um, and so what happened is they shot the first look and then they're arriving, you know, pulling cameras out, you know, rushing to get everything set up, you know, essentially missing moments at the beginning of the ceremony because they didn't decide to say no. Um, so, you know, planning enough handles in your time. Um, and then the other thing was, was gear. Um, I think I just think of, um, there's a lot of ways that you can, um, screw up your audio specifically shooting. I mean, there's a bunch of things I guess we do. With yeah. Shooting, yeah. But- you, you need to like, I would just say that really quick, you need, you need to have more, con- you, if you, I would call these consumables, even though you, you reuse them, but yep. your batteries and your cards. Yep. Like <clears throat> batteries, cards, whether it be batteries for your strobes or batteries for your cameras, you need to like be more than generous with how much you give yourself so yep. that way you can make mistakes in your day. 
Yep. Oh, I did. I went to this spot, didn't recharge batteries. If yep. you're having to recharge your batteries all day to stay afloat, yep. that's like, you know, well, we just got to keep our fingers in this hole in the boat or yep. it will sink. Yeah. Like, and, and you just, uh, you talked a little bit about it, but bringing chargers is the way that we prevent that. Cause you know, it's happened to me before where I'm like, oh, this battery's charged. And you put it in your camera and it's like, zero percent but we also have on. way more batteries than we need yes yes both like both. both like we bring chargers and we have margin with how much product we bring yep and then we have margin with say two of those batteries are just dead yep they just for some reason they're not retaining a charge and it's a problem yep. we're gonna need to charge them yep so like give yourself handles with your gear too yep um extra cards extra cards more than you need yep. more storage than you need like like so many guys, I'll be like, oh, well, I don't have enough money for that. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you, did you get paid for any of your weddings? <laughs> did you shoot them all for free? I mean, that's what the shoot, like you're building this up. It happened and this I, weekend. Uh, we were shooting and the guys were like, this one camera is just eating up card space. And, and we've already been through this one card and it's, we just got through the ceremony and we're, I was like, uh, it's 4K. on, it's on uh, log mode <laughs> and we don't shoot log. So no. it's not something that is usually pops up. And I said, something's happened. L look at log mode. It was on log mode shooting 4k. And I was like, well, there you go. You know? So it's just, but we had an extra card to be able to. It's not to, like we can be like, delete it, redo the wedding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Reset. Um, but you know, we had the space, you know, so once you notice there's a problem, you can just fix it right away. And that's and that's a mistake, mind yep. you. That's yep. a mistake that totally. someone made that if you don't have margin, you're screwed. Yep. Like if you shot through three quarters of your cards by the end of the ceremony because you made that mistake and you didn't account for 4K, yep. you um and you just accidentally did that, like that's a that'll kill somebody. Like yep. that's a assistant run to Best Buy, give me some more cards yep. without anyone noticing problem. Yep. Definitely. Like if you have the margin, you can handle it. So I guess the first biggest thing with the thing, you know, uh, pivoting in the middle of your day yep. would be, you know, having enough equipment and having handles in your equipment. Yep. And then also like obviously having the right equipment. You're talking yep. about audio. Yeah, audio specifically, um, is an area I know we have like quadruple redundancy for. We have two different recorders. Um, we have a lavalier, you know, and and I think it's the biggest variable, like um, that for most weddings. Um, you know, what is the DJ or band or whoever venue is going to show up? What kind of audio equipment are they going to have? So coming with more than you actually need to be able to face any kind of situation, any kind of curveball. If someone's like, oh, I only have an RCA out. Like I've had some DJs who are like, hey, like <laughs> you can't plug in because I only have RC out. And I'm like, oh, I have this adapter that I could plug in. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, uh. you know, they they want to beat you. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, coming, coming with, you know, the right adapters for any kind of plug-in, um, any kind of input, but then also, um, uh, accounting for wind, I think is a big deal. So showing up with a couple dead kitties for your microphones, um, showing up with a, a little poof ball to put on a, a lavalier microphone, um, is, is just being prepared for audio. You know, yeah. we, we're from new England, so we shoot a lot of beach weddings, a lot of high wind kind of venues and, and outdoor weddings on the water. Um, so showing up, being ready for any kind of weird wind weather situation. That, that's what happened when we shot that hurricane wedding, put a dead kitty on, you know, the H2N, 
put it, hit it in some greenery and, and push play on it because they didn't ha- they weren't even able to set up. A DJ wasn't able to set up outside because it was rainy. He was like, I'm not risking my equipment. So we had to jump in. I'm not risking my $200 speaker. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll just put my $300 lav mic on this guy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And that's what we did. We loved them. And then we also put an H2 nearby. And between the two, we were able to get pretty decent audio. And, and um, yeah, we were ready for it. And and so I think the other one we have time or we have gear and we have time and yep. both of them are all about creating margin, yep, right? Totally. And creating space for mistakes and allow and just predicting. I'm gonna screw up. Someone is gonna screw up. Something is gonna go wrong. And I think there's one thing that I think a lot of people don't do. And I cannot tell you. And these I'll, I'm on a lot of boards and I watch people talk. And some of the things that people try to pull off on a wedding day are so complex. They're, I'm like, they'll be like, oh, what do you do to capture this, this, and this? And I'm like, I don't do that. Yeah. They're like, what? Yeah, totally. I'm like, That's a good point. Why did you, like, we, and, and this uh, this is what I can say from experience. Because I'm like a person who, oh, we used to try to do boundary mics. And mm-hmm. I, like, I, <laughs> we have like a, a six channel recorder and like all this complexity. And over the years, I'm always like, I think like, simplify what you're trying to do and yes. it will produce less points of friction yes. and less failure points. And like if a couple doesn't care about having a little microphone taped to your other microphone, and it, to me, by the way, it looks stupid. If you do that, I think it looks dumb. Yeah, I don't like how it looks in the video. So I don't want like someone holding a thing with a thing. Because here's the thing. They're like, oh, what if the guy's sound system breaks? I'm like, he, the person's not going to hold the mic. They're going to put the mic down and just, it's going to be the same situation. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but, <true. laughs> but regardless, I'm looking at going, you're doing three times more setup Yeah. and you're adding all this complexity to your, to your setup that the couple, the client, you got to be client focused yeah. and think about what a client wants and a client is going to be just as happy with the sound. And I'm like, this is just our experience. I think our audio is fine to very good. Yeah. At every one of our weddings, never is it unacceptable to deliver. Yep. And we don't do a lot of things that a lot of other people do. We yep. do have a lot of things going and we do have a lot of backups, but like 97% of the time you get a perfectly acceptable feed from your DJ or from close miking it with the speaker. Yep. And yep. I had to think like adding other things, whether it be like, oh, we're going to add a bunch of jib moves. We're going to bring a jib and yep. we're going to get this great shot of a crane and whatever. It's like. And, and we talk about it all the time. I feel like wedding videographers specifically think that by making something complex um, makes the product automatically better. Yes, and, and that like, like that's how they show the their value. Yes, yes, and and yeah, it's just it's just not the case. It's just more complex. If you can do something with one step that is just as good as something that's done in three steps, it, the first step is better. The one step is way better because you, you're you're exposing yourself to way less risk, and um and you can set it up way faster. Well, so and if, <laughs> if you, you can't to? if you can't demand, for instance, like. I don't know, 15 grand for a wedding. Yeah. Why are you like, like going and buying red cameras isn't necessarily going to be more valuable to your customers. You know, like just like adding, by the way, you will add a lot of complexity if you try to shoot weddings on reds. Sure. If you do it, by the way, call me. I want to see your stuff um, because 
obviously it'll look great. But like I know our customers, if we brought a red camera to our weddings, wouldn't be like finally a good videographer. They yeah. would they would just it doesn't they don't know, they don't yeah. care. And like we've learned over the years, like just keeping it simple so that we can be present yep. with our clients and really focus on them and client experience instead of creating a bunch of problems for ourselves. Yep. And it doesn't stress you out either. You know, if you're doing something super complex that you have to think thoroughly about, um, then you're not present for the bride and groom. You, you can't be there to just joke around and make them feel at ease. You're, fo- you're f- you know, uber focused on, okay, you know, I'm recording this. I have to make sure the off-camera, you know, recorder is actually, you know, operating. Um, and you're not present with the couple. So I, I would say um, that's a trap. So if there's a piece of equipment that you're using that you think, oh, this is my look, this is my shot. But every time you do, you're introducing a variable in your day that causes issues, you know? Like, I don't really care what it is. If it's if it's causing a failure point and you can't adjust, you can't get If I can't teach it, my rule is if I can't teach an assistant to set it up and do it, I don't know that it's worth doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, because especially with most wedding days, how they go. I'm there for the client. I'm not there for me. And if I if I can't move forward and it causes issues and problems in my day, I think we you might need to consider getting rid of it because that's you're eating up your own margin. And so I would say this: make sure you have margin with your time and gear. Yep. Um, plan it into your day. Plan it into your purchases too. Mm-hmm. Like if you can pick between, I think about switching to Sony's. I think about switching to GH5s. Oh, I'm switching back to Canons. Like whatever it is. Um, just say I'm switching. I'm thinking about buying twice as many batteries and guards. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you make sure you have enough, and make sure you're building that in there. And like, and if you can't compensate, and you're just eating up your margin with gear and time, and you're adding your own chaos to the day, I would say like really consider getting rid of it. Yeah, we. I mean, we get rid of items out of our kit every single year. Or we, yeah. At least we try to. Even shots. We'll we're say not like, using this. Yeah, hey, oh, don't yeah. shoot that anymore. Yep. We're not using it as much as we thought. And there was four issues last year and we yep. tried to pull that shot off and it caused problems. And we can't be consistent with it every single time. So, and, and that's, I mean, that's a big part of our overall product and, and one of our goals for the year and probably our biggest goal because without consistency, we can't do what we do, you know, at South Go Love. I can't shoot the same wedding that you would shoot. You know, we, we're not trying to go for different styles or whatever. So consistency is huge for us. And I, I think it's always been, you know, one of our um, strengths. Um, but I think our consistency is just having those backup plans in case anything does go wrong. Everyone can solve the same problems the same way. Yep. And um, I can train it if we yep. have a controllable yep. workflow. And I, and I think that's something, too, to think about, especially if you're operating your own business and you're doing the shooting, the editing, if you're doing everything, think of it in a way that could I, you know, could I hand this off to somebody yeah. else down the line? Um, even Am if I your doing plan like, is to just be by yourself, you know, moving forward forever, yep. but could I hand it off to somebody else or is it something that only I can do? And I would say like, there's a, in, in leadership, there's a concept called irreplaceable person syndrome. Mm-hmm. 
And it's when you build an organization that has to have only one person can do this one thing. And I think for some people, they're like, that's my artistry. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's your limitation. Totally. That's the thing that's keeping you from growing your business is the fact that you have to be the thing. Yep. Not your couples, not your product. It's you. You're the show. Yep. And I think... You can do whatever you want, by the way. Like, I'm not your boss. If you were working for me, you couldn't. But, <laughs> but like, I, you're working for yourself. You're running your own thing or you're working for someone else. That's not me. And so if that's not important to your organization or to you, I can't stop that. But I would really encourage you, like, wedding day disasters happen mm-hmm. when you're not allowing, when you're not counting on them happening. Those yep. are the disasters. Like, the hiccups, the little normal things that go with a wedding day, those are usually... You can, if you have the the handles on yeah. your day, you can usually get a grip on it. Yeah, it's it's interesting too because, I mean, when you said you know you wanted to talk about this, I thought about it. And I was like, when did I have an, a wedding day disaster? Like I, I can't even really think of a lot anymore, just because we've built in a lot. I, I've thought about a lot of situations where we've had to rely on our backup plans. Yes. Um. So and your so backup now, for your backup. Yeah. So now it's less less of we have a lot of wedding day disasters and more of we have solutions to what would be a potential disaster. Um, so yeah, I, I think nowadays, like I, I think about weddings and I'm like, I'm not worried about weddings almost ever anymore. Backup of a backup of a backup. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The thing I worry about, like sometimes it's weird. I'll like show up to a wedding and I'm like, I think I'm in the right spot. And, and like we had a wedding in like Waterbury, Connecticut this last weekend. And I'm all, like, I still think of this. I'm like, what if it was Waterbury, Vermont? Like, I, always, I, would, yes. I would screw these people right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> for, and for whatever reason, like, my wife always makes fun of me. She's like, you don't really listen to people um, and what they're actually saying. You kind of just, like, hear what you want to hear. And yeah, I always yeah, worry yeah, about that. Yeah, 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 people to death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's those are the that's the extent of what I worry about nowadays. Is yeah, you know, no, and that's pretty preventable. <laughs> yeah, it is. You just have to look at a piece of paper or Actually listen to people. Listen. <laughs> and, and I guess that's a good point to end on is, um, it's all about people and listening and just connecting. Mm-hmm. And I think like there, you can prevent something from going from being a hiccup to becoming a full-on disaster if you make sure that the relationships are the most important part of your day and that you keep a positive attitude and try to like, because like there's science behind it, by the way, when your attitude gets bad, your brain turns off. Yep. Like when you, if you get into fight or flight mode, you, you lose like every time I've ever damaged my car left something somewhere. <laughs> you damage your car a lot too. A lot of things like that. I'm always have my mind divided by something else. Yeah. I'm always what, what like, was your excuse from yesterday? Um, I was feeling a little stressed <laughs> about um, having to get out the door and get to something else. Yeah. Jason, Jason, what did you bend? Your, my tie rod. I, I hit against a, <laughs> like a, it was, it's the weirdest thing ever to happen. It was like this little piece of concrete and I like went thump. Yeah. Just flat tire, like no sidewall, whatever. It was like literally just like <laughs> like flat tire to t- and but somehow I bent my tire out. I'm driving home like like jerking left and right yeah. all over the roads. Um but like every time that happens, it's because I'm like stressed or yes. I'm, my mind is not focused. Yep. And I think like that I control that. Yep. That's me. That's my like 
taking a moment to center yourself and really, okay, what's my backup plan? Yeah. Oh, I have no backup plan? You idiot. Get a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you have one, you're like, okay, I got this. I have a bunch of extra stuff. I brought extra, like, I remember one time I shot a wedding. No, I shot an event, not a wedding. And I had, I forgot a tripod plate. Yep. And I had to take gaff tape and just gaff this camera oh. onto this. <laughs> nice. Mickey Mouse, baby. Yeah, like, okay. And I was like, okay, I have this. Yep. I know I have gaff tape. Yep. And I had plenty of time too, because I was early. Yep. So it was like, all right, that could have been a disaster, but we turned it and they don't know and it was fine. I yeah. forgot I even did it until just now. Yeah. And, and that's another part too is um, when- Always have tape. That's the next tip. <laughs> gaff tape fi does fix almost everything in the world. Um, but I think having that attitude and that calmness is a big deal too, because most of the time- the bride isn't going to know. They won't even know. They won't even know if you're doing a good or a bad job. They will know if you're doing a bad job and you are looking like panicky all, all day. They'll be <laughs> like, what is wrong with this you're dude? Stressed and you're huffing and puffing. Yeah. And, and sweating. I mean, I sweat a lot at weddings uh, myself. I have, I think I have a problem. But I um, you know, just have a calm attitude. <laughs> so I, I just know most of the time I show up and I make brides really calm. That's they feel like, so huge. Yeah. And so here's a recap. Crap happens. Yep. Um, if you've been doing this a while, hopefully you've been like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm not the only one, you know, that yeah. has to deal with disasters and terrible situations. But also, you, hopefully you've also done it long enough that you're like, like us, you know, minus the bride or the groom not showing up to the wedding, there's not much that you can't overcome. Totally. Like you can yeah. do it. You can, you can set up systems, redundancies, um, strategies like being early to prevent most problems. Yeah. And not only that, you, your attitude really, really makes a big difference. And hopefully like if you listen to this podcast a lot, you're going to hear that a lot. Like attitude, humility, having a, a good attitude and treating people the right way is much more important to us than anything we do with a camera in our hands. And it's more instrumental to our success and why we shoot 120 weddings a year because we're able to produce a consistently, a consistent product, but really we have a consistent customer experience that makes people feel valuable and important. And we don't add stress. We add, um, I, I said it in a podcast with Elizabeth DeLuca, I called her DeLuca. It's LaDuca. Oh, she's going to kill you. Elizabeth LaDuca. That best compliment I got was a wedding planner said, oh, you guys are going to make it so much more fun. Mm -hmm. And like, they don't know that I'm probably freaking out about things throughout the day. Yep. They just think we're fun. Yep. And I think like, that's why she literally gave us the job. Yep. And yep. so like, if you're panicking and adding stress, it will cost you work. Totally. And not only that, if you screw it up so bad that you can't cover someone's wedding, that will also cost you work. But most of the time, you're just stressed. You figure it out. So I guess that's what, how I'd, I'd like to end it is like, hey, have a good attitude, have a plan, have a backup plan, and then have a backup backup plan. Sure. Give yourself space. Sure. So, um, any last second thoughts, Jared? Um, no. I, I think um – Talking about, it, it, I'm interested to hear what other people's kind of horror stories are and what their solutions are because we just talked about, you know, a little bit of gear. I mean, I'm sure there's a million different things that 
people do like and there's tips and probably tricks. things we forgot to oh there's totally so many anyway but if you have an experience uh from a wedding day that you um saved yourself from um by by gear or had some other form of solution um or if you totally failed we want to hear about it let us know in the comment section uh if you're watching this on youtube um definitely um you know i, I think we definitely want to make this a, a communal kind of um yeah. Kind We're of all in it together. And, yeah, and uh, and and honestly, I just like hearing good um, good war stories from from other wedding videos. Yeah, like we're not you're so. not alone. Other people are going through it. Totally. So, um, so definitely make sure if you're watching on YouTube, you hit a subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or or iTunes or any of the other um, podcast platforms, you give us a subscribe. We're going to be posting content on the weekly, hopefully. And um, let us know what you want to hear about, too, if there's anything that you're interested in or anybody you want us to talk to. Have a great day. Thanks for checking out the Wedding Pros podcast. Yep. Yeah.